party people. Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the RPG podcast built for two. As always, I am your host, Jeff Stormer. This week, Jared Axelrod, host of the Voice of Free Planet X podcast, joins me as we dive into the Tears of a Machine role-playing game, written by Russell Collins. Tears of a Machine is designed to emulate giant robot anime like Robotech, Gundam, and Neon Genesis Evangelion, and I think we capture the tone of those anime pretty well in the episode itself. If you're interested in learning more about either game, either mechanically or narratively, I've published a mini-episode called Party of One Pre-Gaming, where I go into a little more detail. Check that out, and please, let me know what you think. I'm considering doing it more often. Interested in coming on to Party of One as a guest? Send me an email at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. I'm always looking for new, cool people to play cool games with. And with all that out of the way, I'm going to throw it over to me in the past so he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. Uh, this week, I am joined by Jared Axelrod. Jared, thank you for coming on Party of One. Oh, no problem. It was super easy for me to come to this one because we're at my house. This is true. We are at your house. <laughs> um, so uh, um, so why don't you introduce yourself to the listeners at home, talk about uh, a little bit about the Voice of Free Planet X. Sure thing. Uh, so I do a podcast called The Voice of Free Planet X, as he said, uh, and that's at planetx.libson.com, and that is a show, it's like a public radio show for uh, a sci-fi fantasy universe kind of thing. So I interview vampires and aliens and uh, advanced artificial intelligences and ancient monsters and all sorts of stuff. It's And it's really great. I'm just about done the first season. I went back from the, to the start of the, the first season of the new format, and I'm just about done with it, and it's just really... It's really great stuff. Oh, so where'd you leave off? Uh, I just finished, let's see, I started with Oddfellows Local, mm-hmm. and then I listened through to, I haven't listened to the last episode of the new season yet. Uh, so I listened to the, uh, that one, and then I listened to Huxley before that. Right, yeah, that's uh, a great one. And Chris the, yeah, and then the um, the the magic episode, right. the name of which escapes me. But and then I went back and I've listened to the first two episodes, so I'm so I've gotten a good chunk yeah, of the first season you got done. For it. But I wanted to listen to the whole first season before I listened to how because I know that you said there was a bunch of callbacks in it. So I wanted there, to make sure. there is, yeah. So you're good to wait. You're good. To yeah. Wait. So I want to make sure to wait. Uh, meanwhile, this week we're going to be playing Tears of a Machine by Russell Collins. It is a it is a game based on anime such as Neon Genesis Evangelion, among others, teenagers mm. by driving Giant sentient robots. robots to battle. Hideous alien monstrosities. I'll cover a lot of the um, like setting stuff, which is really fascinating in the the intro. I'm going to leave that to future me to deal with that. But um, future you will do a good job. I, yeah, I, I just have a feeling. Yeah, I think he'll do. I think he'll do just fine. I trust him. Uh, meanwhile, let's start. Let's dive right into the game, and we'll dive into some character creation. Uh, before we start, though, sure, I do want to say that Russell Collins, who wrote this game, in addition to being a phenomenal game designer, it also, is a very good game. Also is a great composer. He does the theme of The Voice that of the Planet That X. is true. I have noticed that. So, credit where it is due. Credit where credit is due. We have credit is very important here on Party of One. Tell me about your character this week. Uh, right. So, this is Rat. That is short for Rathaniel. Um, <laughs> he was raised in the desert by two uh, crazy geniuses, essentially, who felt that humanity was rotting away and they needed to be as far away from it and as off the grid as possible. This did not save them from the giant alien attacks, which meant that Rat was then put in an orphanage. Upon a routine intelligence test, they found out that he was super genius. They gave him a brain scan, and it's like, this is the perfect kid to put in a giant robot suit. Of course. We'll do that. So that's put him where he is now. Yes. Uh, His hope... Um, the two things in this game that are important are hope and despair. So his hope is that he's going to show them all that he is the toughest here. He has nothing to prove about intelligence. He knows he's smarter than everyone here, but he has to prove that he's the toughest because that was very important to his living in the desert, crazy people parents. His despair is that he doesn't like being treated like a child, which undermines his feeling of toughness. And also he's 12. So everyone is going to treat him like a child. That's just going to happen. And you came up with his relationships. I did. I, I, I did. Tie, uh, relationships in Tears of a Machine tie in... Each character begins with two relationships that tie into uh, the character's hope and despair. So Rat's two relationships are Mr. Barnaby, his gym teacher, who sees how tough Rat wants to be and believes in him and wants him to 
do well. So he's put him into an advanced gymnastics program. Which I love because it's not a very p- tough gym thing. It's not. <laughs> but that's what, yeah, it's, it's both good and bad. Um, yeah. it allows him to be, uh, bullied even in his successes by his other relationship. Yes. Um, and his despair is a fellow Saint pilot named Jace Coleman. Jace grew up in one of the large cities of the world where people are sort of not subjected to government testing, but they are their family sort of elected to it. So he was put into it. He ranked, he, he sort of skated by on the skin of his teeth in becoming a saint pilot. He had to fight very hard for it. And he deep down resents that rat has had, that rat takes to it so naturally. So he tries to bully him and condescend to him and sort of make him feel as like as much of a child as possible. Next part of the character creation is talents. I've given Rat four dots in intellect, because we already talked about it, but a smart aleck he is. <laughs> what a jerk face. What a jerk face. No, he's not a jerk. He's uh, he's just too smart for his own good, I think. is he, he, His mouth writes checks that his body cannot yet catch. Perhaps one day they will. Perhaps one day. When Perhaps he is older. When he proves that he is as tough as he sees himself in his own eyes. Oh, he does not see himself as tough, though. That's why he has to I prove it. Prove it. If, one, he, if he saw himself that way, it wouldn't be something he had to prove. That's true. He's, one day he will be as tough as he, want, as he wants to prove that he is. Yeah. When he combines his skill of gymnastics with the kill of karate and mm-hmm. invents gymkata. Oh. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. Or perhaps parkour. Either one. Who knows? Either one. Uh, we'll see if there's a giant hobby horse in uh, the there battle. Will, there will always be a giant hobby horse. That's what I like to hear. Uh, so three in intellect, one into charm because he has been raised far away from anyone. Sure. Uh, so he's not very charming. Um, he uh, has, but he has three in coordination. Coordination is interesting um, because it's detailed work, which means that's. Both doing things you would think coordination would do, yeah. like uh, firearms and stuff, but it's also for repair and engineering, yeah. yep. which, so he needs a bunch of that. And um, he's got two into tone, which is athletics and fighting, and then one in spirit, which, uh, you know, he's deficient in that. So he will not be... As children often are there. Well, they either have boots. none of it or all of it, That's right? True. It's yeah. like one yeah. or the other. They're either full of spirit or they are... Or it's just mood mood swings. Yeah. Oh, well, this is great. So since he only has one in spirit, he only then has one in ego, which is going to make... It's going to make controlling that saint difficult later. Yep. Especially because saint, I believe, spirit is also how you resist frenzy. Yeah. So that's going to be great. That's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, spirit is very important for this game, and I've taken very little of it. I have to play the character. I have to you gotta, do it. Gotta, you gotta, you gotta do it. Uh, so he's got one in Ingo and one in Resolve, I think. Yeah. Uh, he can be easily swayed, which is, yeah, he's 12, of course. That makes sense. Um, Alright, so his injury is his tone, and that's two. Not bad, not bad. Not bad. You can take a little bit. Yeah. Alright, so... I, so, I mean, we it. can we can go a little bit deeper into his character if we want. No, I think that's just about it. I think the only thing to consider is which um, weapons you want to choose for your saint. But other than that, I think we're good. I think you can kind of just look through that as we set the stage and sort of go through the early parts of Rat's day. What are my possibilities <laughs> for giant robot weapons? Yeah, I forget exactly where they're located in them. Um, that is one of the great things about this book, and I've complimented Russell on this before. His index actually works as an index, <laughs> as yeah. actually things you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. As I... opposed to um, a bunch of terms that no one ever uses in gameplay. Oh, I. All right, so he's probably better with firearms, but those aren't fun. Yeah, I feel like if he wants to prove he's tough, he's gonna yeah. take he's gonna take a close up weapon. He's gonna yeah. Yeah. Definitely no shields. No, that's <laughs> tough people don't use shields. Shields are just a right. just a fancy way to hide. Yeah. Oh no, this is this is perfect. So he's got a warhammer. He's got a U D K R A hammer, the gavel. 
That's that's totally a weapon a twelve year old would think would make him the toughest. That is that is a child's take on the on the biggest toughest weapon. Uh-huh. It's even called the gavel, so it makes so it's got that association with mm-hmm. the court, which a child thinks is the most important thing. Uh, no attack benefit. That's cool, but there is a damage boost of plus two. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds that does sound right. All right, all right. If you are feeling like you're ready to. Jump into another. Jump into an episode of everyone's favorite robot anime. <laughs> you know what? I am. Then let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, so we open on bright and early. It's a Wednesday morning. Uh, we'll say we're in. We'll start off uh, in gym class. All right. We'll start off with gym class. You, uh, the kids, are playing. Most of the children are playing dodgeball. Sure. As the as children are want to do. It's a cross-age thing, so the older kids are kind of clobbering the younger kids and just pelting them with uh, dodgeballs, as mm. children are wont to do. Yeah. However, meanwhile, as that's going on, uh, what is Rat doing that is much more intense than that, as Mr. Barnaby encourages him to take things to go on a different level? Oh, he is doing the parallel bars, I would imagine. That sounds about. That sounds right, yeah. Yeah. So he's doing the parallel bars. So why don't we kick things off? Why don't you make me uh why don't we do a challenge sure. right off the bat? Let's do a tone athletics challenge. We'll say the difficulty is four. Alright, so I'm taking And mine. let me ask if you want to tag your hope or despair in it. Oh, definitely wanna tag the hope. Okay. Because I'm showing how tough I am. Yeah, yeah, you show it parallel bars. Showing him that you can com- that you can do things at a much higher level than these other wimpy children. Many of whom are crying on their farm because they're being pelted with dodgeballs. No, my high school experience is great. I don't know why you're. I don't know why you asked that. All right. So. Okay. Yeah. So you you pass the uh, you pass the challenge. All right. With ease, as you you rolled a higher than the challenge right off the bat. Nice. And you get two boosts. I'm gonna let you decide what they are. They're just added things. You get added things on top of. Uh, you get one. Uh, I believe you roll under. I believe you make a spirit roll. To see if you gain an ego. Let's find out. Hey, a mate. Yep, I believe. Uh, so you get one ego. Yeah, you get one ego. And tell me, um, because you rolled three matching dice and a five, that means you get two boosts on top of succeeding in the challenge. So remind me what boosts do. Boosts are just added cool things that happen on top of a success. Oh, great! So you excel. On the balance bars, you are yeah. doing things that you are doing things. Mr. Barnaby is an old Russian man, as <laughs> coaches so often are, and he is clapping along. You are doing excellent. You are wonderful. This is fantastic. All right. Well, not only do I succeed doing the routine uh, going from bar to bar, but I decide to spice it up a bit to show how tough I am. So. I throw in, I don't know, any gymnastics terms. <laughs> Something involving a spin and sure. a flip and like and way show off. Like this, this should not have worked and I should have seriously injured myself right. on the fall and gotten appropriately reprimanded mm-hmm. for trying this insane move that it should not happen. But instead, uh, I pulled it off. And it was amazing. And I think that the other boost is, at one point, we cut away to one of the children throwing a dodgeball at a kid, and the kid just drops to the floor, and it goes right over his head, and we follow the ball in a point-of-view shot, and it's coming straight for Rat, and he does the most beautiful spin kick, and it just bounces effortlessly, and Mr. Barnaby is just speechless, hands over his mouth, which I shouldn't do because it's a podcast. It's just <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Yeah. How is that possible? Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. So, um, several of the children see that and start clapping. (laughs) They are very impressed by your gymnastics. However, three children walk over to you, led by an older child, led by an older child who is a little bit paunchy, Mm -hmm. has that um, anime side character bowl cut. Sure. Um, And that is Race. That is Jace Coleman. He has his two cronies on his side who are wearing leather jackets because they're always wearing leather jackets, even in gym class. Sure. Oh, look at little baby on the balance bars. Oh, is he saying I'm not tough enough to do dodgeball? Is that what he's saying? I feel like that's what he's saying. I think that's what he's saying. Oh. So what what does Rat do 
when call when called the little baby on his balance bar by Jace and his two his two cronies. Oh well, he is ready to leap off of those balance bars and uh, go punch him in the face. All right, let's let's make that a challenge. We'll put that a little bit higher because he's mm-hmm. got two guys on his side. We'll put that at a five. Yeah, this is not going to go well. Yeah. <laughs> So do we want to say that's, we'll say that's, I think, close quarters, I think. Okay. I feel like that's a combat thing if you're going to jump over and tackle a guy. Sure. Flying leap. Yeah. 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 So that's going to be tone plus your close quarters. All right. And you want to get a five. Hey. Oh, you got one five. And then you add your proficiency. So I think you definitely got it unless you have zero in close quarters. Oh, no, I was rolling the wrong amount of dice. Oh. I was rolling a five total rather than just the two dice that I have. Okay. So that could explain why that first one was so amazing, because yeah. I was rolling far too many dice. But that's okay. That's, that's okay. Fine. It's an opening. Yeah. It's it was a great character moment. It's establishing what your character's good at. Okay. All right. I did you get a still, five. You still succeed. So, and my close quarters is three. So describe to me how you knock Jace off his feet. Oh, well, this is great because I do, um, I do another swing around the balance beam and then launch myself into the air, um, and, uh, impact my tiny 12 year old feet right into his overgrown 17 year old chest with the force of like a cannonball. Yeah. So this boom, he is down. You see that? That's Jim Gotta. Yeah, it's exactly what that is. <laughs> yes, yeah, so he goes down. You 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 kip up to your feet, and the other two kids just sort of put up their hands, put up their hands, and say like, "I don't want any trouble." Oh, you and he trouble. is furious. He's furious. He's like, "I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell Commander on you." Oh. I'm gonna, and he like he's wiping back fighting. tears. He's <laughs> <laughs> wiping back tears. As he yells, Commander, Commander, as he runs oh, outside shit, of the gym. Oh, shit, this is no good. As he runs out of the gym. You're standing there. Uh, Barnaby walks over, puts his hand on your shoulder. You did good. You did good, child. I'm proud of you. <laughs> he is proud that I just clobbered another you kid. You stood up for yourself. Oh, okay. All right, you sure. stood up for yourself. That's right. Gymnastics he... is a proud tradition that goes back many years before the Mazor and in my he... home country. And he wants me uh, to uh, show them how tough I am. So he's he's in my corner, though. He's in That's your right. corner. So he he is he's got your back. The other kids have run off. Several of the kids are clapping because Jace is a jerk. Let's be honest. <sighs> he's the worst. So uh, so after that, you are sent to the office, and you are given a de- you are given uh, one period, one class period of in school suspension. Oh no! So let me ask you, what does Rat do uh, and during his in school suspension? And this can be oh. this can be whatever you want, a challenge to advance your hope or despair, or just another challenge to sort of build build towards something. Um man, it I think I think in order to to make this interesting, I'm gonna say that he has the most torturous suspension possible, which is that he's supposed to just sit at desk and not do oh, anything. No. He can't read anything. That's... He can't write down anything he's oh, just supposed to sit there that's the worst yeah that's absolutely what happens and he's not supposed to move like a child mm-hmm. yep that's exactly what it is so let's make a roll out of that what do you think what are you thinking his result is there his result no resolve is a stat what skill what skill is going to help him well i think this would be a spirit roll normally yeah okay let's let's roll that as a spirit yeah, roll then that's that's what that is that's a because, like, his intellect is not going to... Yeah, no. It's going to make it worse, actually, because he's it's, just yeah. going to be sitting there with his own mind. Yeah. So the question is if he can calm himself. Yep. And no. I, I don't think he's going to... Nope. No, he does. He does? A yes, one's good? Yeah, you want to roll un, uh, equal to or under your uh, stat for, for a talent roll. All right. Well, so you okay. actually manage to... Uh, I, I visualize it as him sitting perfectly still, and, and then, like, we cut... Just on the zoom in on the eyes, mm-hmm. and it's just you know, treat me like a champ. <laughs> and then just cut back, and he's just sitting for right, still. right. Just a lot of still. screaming in yeah. his own head. Yeah, caption plotting revenge. Caption screaming internally pops up underneath him. It's great. Yeah. So uh, because you tagged your despair, if you want to make another spirit talent check and see if you can roll another one to uh, get a third ego point. You do no. not get a third ego point. I do not get a third ego point. So, right. 
It is at this point that I think we're going to have a trial. Okay. So this is when you get a note slid to you that says, after suspension by the flagpole on aircraft care on aircraft bay three. Oh. And it just says JC on the bottom. Of course it does. Of course. Because of course he signs it JC. Right? Yeah. What a jerk. Yeah. So how does Rat respond to this threat? Oh, well, no one's going to think he's tough if he turns it down. That's true. He, like, crumples it up into a little ball and is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to meet you there. Oh, oh, yo. Okay. So, the suspension ends. The principal walks up to you. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm very proud of you, son. You showed some real restraint here. It's a very adult thing to do. Take your punishment like a grown-up. Thank you, sir. I wasn't easy, but... Just stay out of trouble. Don't get into any more fights. <laughs> Believe me, the last thing I'm going to do is get into another fight. So then you go to the fight? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, since he's a smart cookie and he knows the fight is going to happen as okay. opposed to previously, yep. he has planned for this. Okay. And I'm trying to think the best way for a 12-year-old to plan for a fight with a 17-year-old. Um, I imagine that he's probably gone. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> but this fits with his character. This is totally something he would do. He has gone to the kitchens. Okay. And he has a handful of rock salt. Oh he's my god. Going to throw at uh Jace's eyes. That sounds about he, that sounds right. That sounds like what Jace has a lot more height than him, but he thinks he can get a jump, throw the salt, and uh painfully temporarily blind the kid in order to take him down the rest of the way that's 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 his plan if that doesn't work he also has a length of chain in the other pocket but it's like a bike chain it's not like heavy duty chain but it's just in case just just enough yeah just big enough yeah he doesn't want to use the bike chain because that's going to be hard to explain later no (laughs) the salt gives you plausible deniability the bike chain does not uh, but he's a planner. He thinks about this stuff way too much. Um, so yeah, he's got he's got his jacket pocket. One one pocket has the salt. The other has the chain. Uh, he's ready. Yeah. Okay. You walk out to aircraft carrier three. The, there's there's the classic circle of kids. Mm-hmm. And Jace is waiting for you. He takes off his jacket real dramatically. Yeah. Hands it to one hands it to one of his cronies. Hold this. Make sure not to get any blood on it. And a bunch of the kids laugh. He high fives them. <laughs> so what does Rat do in that instant? All right, he does. He makes a point of keeping his jacket on. Mm-hmm. Adjusts the collars, lapels. Puts his hands in his pockets. He's ready. All right. So uh, Jace begins circling you. He's he's puffed out his chest. He's circling you. He's got his fists up. And, but they're a little bit like wavy, like he's almost trying to show off. Yeah. But he's, I think that, I think that Rat's gonna get the first move just because he's thinking that Rat's gonna back down. Right. So, so. Uh, well, that's, I think this is the difference. I don't think Jace wants to be the kid who beat up a 12 year old. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Rat definitely wants definitely, to be Rat kid. is here for the fight. Yeah. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, if you wanna make a roll for throwing rock salt in the eyes <laughs> of a child. I do. <laughs> let's, let's go ahead and do that. All right. So would that be a coordination? That probably, or would that be a a tone? That's probably a tone. I think I that's guess. probably close combat. Again. Yeah. So that would be tone. tone plus close, yeah. All right. Let's roll properly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not so well. Roll so well. Or did I? I'm so confused. Um, no, you roll. You roll. Yeah. You. It's high for. High for proficiency rolls, low for talent. Okay. Low for talent checks. All right. Yeah. So then I did great. You did really well. Yeah. Yeah, you did real, real well. Uh, let me just double check that. Make sure that I think... I just want to real quick consult the rules on antagonist characters. When I was 12, I used to carry a bike chain because I thought it would be cool, like a wallet chain because I was 12 and it was like, you want to be like a skater kid when sure. you're 12? Yeah. They're cool for some reason. And I was told not to carry it around and wear it anymore because it could be used as a weapon and it never occurred to me and then of course i wanted to carry it around more because it's like oh this could be used as a weapon what if i get into a fight um but say one dice uh but never used it in anger only in accessorizing so what did you end up what was your ended up uh your role ended up being 
It was uh, three and a six. So you got a six. What's your uh, proficiency in close quarters? Three. So that's a nine total. Yes. So you did. You did hit him right in the eyes, which I just realized is the second time pocket salt has come up as a weapon on Party of One. Really, it's a recurring trope now, and I'm really excited about. Wow. That. Well, you know what they say: twice is a coincidence, three times is a trend. All right. That's so on, be on the lookout. That's on you, future guests. Pocket salt. <laughs> pocket salt. What was uh, the game that the show? Uh, it was uh, the Esoterrorist. Terrorist. Jack right. Farrow, mummified detective, keeps a, he, his primary weapon was a pocket full of sand <laughs> that he just threw in the eyes of his enemies. And so, yeah, this is a recurring motif. How about that? So yeah, he gets um, he gets sand, gets salt in his eyes. Mm-hmm. He uh, he starts screaming. Uh, the cronies like puff up, and the other kids start holding them back because it's a fight, and they want to make right. sure that they're. Um, you know, it's fight fair, despite the fact that you did just throw a rock salt. And look up trials real quick, because I don't remember if you just won the trial or if there's one more roll. I got I got another move planned if I do. I have to remember if it, if trials end when they when they get to zero. Oh, is he already at zero? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you did just throw a rock salt. Oh, sure. Out. No, I'm sure that stings. I'm going to... Put a little sauce on it if it's if it's over. I think he gets one more. I think you get one more one more move. All right. So you got that second move. I do. What's it gonna be? Oh, I'm gonna do some Ong Bak style here. Where, All right. Uh, using his own knee as a uh, stepping stone, I'm gonna leap up to uh, knee him right in the nose and okay. hopefully break it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Roll for that with your uh, close quarters again. Yeah. Oh, six yeah. again. Yeah, you so that's a nine. Break his nose. He goes down. <laughs> Jeez, I'm a monster. Down. He's crying. It's it's uncomfortable. At this point, the kids. At this point, the kids do run in just to break you up. Not yeah. because they're not because they not because they don't like seeing a fight, but it's gotten to that level in a schoolyard fight. Where it's like <laughs> this oh. is too serious now. Someone oh. has just gotten hurt. Oh god, I hurt. Nope this this got real. This wasn't supposed to be real. Yeah. yeah. So they drag you off. You find yourself back in the principal's office. Mm-hmm. I believe I gave you one one instruction <laughs> before you left detention. Do you Did remember you? what that one instruction was? Well, I mean. Told me not to get into a fight. Uh, did, what what happened right after you left? I got into a fight. Y- you, you got into a fight. But it honestly, sir, it was not my intention to get into this fight. He bullied me into doing it. it he started it. And what what was I supposed to do? He's like twice my size. Yeah. Sympathy card. Oh, uh, my well, eyes are so big. I think we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. This is a serious matter. You know, we need our pilots in top condition, because you never know, and that's when, exactly when the alarm goes off. (laughs) Says the words, we need our pilots in top condition, and then the alarm blares. And uh, he's like, see that? Now he's got to go into combat with a broken nose. And he's, you know, he's on, we're going to, you know, he's on your squad. So he's going to have your back, and he's not going to be able to breathe right. If you can't breathe, you can't fight. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't have We're him. We're going to have to have you on detention for gym, through gym class for a week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that you look forward to gym class. I know Mr. Barnaby is very proud of you. He's constantly calling you some words in Russian that I don't un- <laughs> I don't speak. But, yeah, I think that's the only... I think we have to take away something you care about in the same way that you took away something that Chase cares about. Proper use of his nose. Through extremely gritted teeth, Rat says... That is harsh, but fair, sir. Now go get 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 ready for your briefing, and we'll see you back in here bright and early tomorrow morning. So you are guided down a series of tunnels by um, a government official. Mm-hmm. You are taken to a large briefing room, similar sort of. Uh, you can picture the the Death Star briefing from A New Hope. Sure, why all, not? When they're all kind of crowded around that hologram, the the gen uh, the general. Or the the team leader steps out. Children, it's a serious matter. There's been a magna. Uh, there's been a magna sighting. Several locusts at in a small ruins of a midwestern city in northern America. We need to. This is an opportunity for us to bring in the body of a principal class magnus to study it. To study it before it develops into something more serious. 
So speed and agility are very important. So we need you to uh, touch down, immediately, infl- immediately disable the Magnus, take out any locusts before they hurt people as they have, they've targeted. They seem to be targeting a small village of North American off-the-grid survivalists. Yeah, you hear those words and Rat, like, zooms real close in on Rat's face. The, the, so, uh, if we can, if we can salvage, you know, every life is important. We need to make sure that every, any Magnus, any Magnus attack should be dealt with, with extreme vengeance. And this is an opportunity for us to bring in the body of another Magnus. So, we're going to be deploying you immediately. So please head to your saint and prepare for touchdown. And as this is happening, you're feeling the the arcs underneath you speeding up and, like, shake. Everything's rattling just a little bit as giant jet engines fire up. And, like, the chairs themselves begin to creak and rattle as you're all shuffled off into your individual pilot chambers. So the last thing that happens before you load up into your suit and before we jump into into the big combat is Jace, his (laughs) nose in a full-on, like, his nose in a full brace... Grabs you. You better watch yourself out there. Because it's not just you and me. It's saints. And you know, they go crazy. You'll never know what's going to happen. And then he's like shuffled off. They're like, yeah, yeah, get out of here, kid. So what does Rat do in that instant? Oh, he says, uh, what was that, Jace? I couldn't hear you. Sound like you're having trouble breathing. (laughs) Yep, that sounds about right. (laughs) So you're loaded into your sink. Mm -hmm. Which is a giant robot. Yep. Built off of the body of a Magnus. Yep. And uh, it's you're linked to it psychically. Mm-hmm. And it's got two rhinoceros horns on the head. I like that. So you feel your body start to, like, go away. You feel your body entering into the body of the saint. Mm-hmm. You feel the horns on your head start to form around right. you, even though that is an extremely foreign feeling, as you do not normally have horns. No. Not normally. Suddenly, you find yourself uh, falling. You look around, and you realize that you've entered into the body of the saint. You look at your hand, it is the hand of a, of a machine. You look at your legs, they are the legs of a machine. And before you know it, you have landed on the ground in the Terminator, like, action pose. <laughs> yeah. Around you, three more saints land. One of them you recognize because it has uh, little mock, little mock angel wings, much like the ones that many of the Magnuses have, is you recognize that as Jace's immediately. Mm. Because he's the kind of guy that, that puts on, that chooses one with mock angel wings because he wants to look that much cooler. Right. You're standing amidst, like I said, the ruins of a former Midwestern mid-sized city. Let's say mini, like a Minneapolis type. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly, there are not many very huge, large buildings still standing. There are some three or four story buildings, maybe one, maybe an occasional, uh, like four or five story. Uh, in general, that's gonna be a, a, uh, a cover plus one. So light, light cover. Uh, as you, the moment you land, you are, you are tackled by a, by a, uh, like a large robot. A locust brawler. And that's gonna be where we jump into full fledged combat. Okay. You feeling ready? I'm ready. You ready to you ready to you ready to maybe shed shed some tears of a Magnus for a change? <laughs> Let's find out. Yeah. So, you're in close quarters with a brawler, as it has jumped out of the leapt out of the ground amidst a cloud of smoke and tackled you. So in um in uh Tears of a Machine, there are four actions you can do at any time. You can attack, you can try to Take cover. Mm-hmm. You can change uh, your distance, or what's the fourth one? Engage the enemy. I believe it's the fourth one. Yeah, engaging the enemy. Engaging the enemy is how you face off against the the minor. Ah, okay. Never mind. You are tackled by a brawler. So describe to me how you what you do after you after you uh, brush it off. How you how you get it off of you such that you can initiate combat how you choose. Oh, all right. Well, uh, I roll with the force. Um, of the attack. So I'm able to kind of make... I'm already in a crouching position halfway, so that's good. I then drop back down into a crouching position as much as possible, make my center of balance and my center of gravity as small as possible so that I can then use the momentum of the assault itself to throw it off. Okay. 
it lands. Then, yeah, it lands several feet. It lands close to you, like maybe third, maybe like fifty to hundred feet in front of you, which is fairly close for a giant robot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there are four things you can do. You can engage the enemy, which allows you to figure out where you don't want to be in regards to an enemy. You can attack the enemy. You can take cover, which allows you to recover damage and re- do things like reload. Or you can change the distance between you and an enemy. Oh, I'm attacking it. All right. That's... Yeah. Attack is you're going to roll uh, the chosen skill for your weapon, which is, I believe, close quarters. Mm-hmm. We'll get more mileage out of this close quarters skill. I know. I'm glad I put some stuff in it. Um... And if you succeed, you destroy, the, you destroy the, the, the locust standing before you. And do you want to tag your hope or despair in this action? Oh, yeah. Totally hope. Okay. This is... Yeah. First attack, I'm showing you guys how tough I am. So Jace is standing there in the distance. He's just watched you get tackled by this thing. That's what we'll say, is that he's he's right there. He's right there watching. Oh, man. Oh! So that's... uh, That's a four. That's a four? Okay. Um, Take... Take... Let's see... Three points of structure damage to your saint. How much damage total do I have in my saint? Uh, I believe it's... Let me double check that. Six. You have six. six. So, so it's six, but now it is three. Yes. Not good. Yeah, you have six. Yeah, so you're at three. So, the thing to point out now is if you opt to take cover, you can, for free, recover one point of structure and gain one point of id. Mm-hmm. And you can, as long as your id is equal to or under your ego, you have complete control over the same. So do you choose to keep attacking, or do you want to keep attacking, engage, change distance, or... He's going to have to keep attacking, okay. isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, especially with Jace watching. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's He can't. He yeah. can't turn down now. Okay. So All go right. ahead and roll me another attack roll. What's wrong with these dice? That's that's four again. Yeah. So um, at this point, you are reduced to zero. Your mm-hmm. your thing is damaged. You suffer setback, which means anything higher than your talent, than the number of dice you're rolling, anything higher than two, anything higher than two, you have to discard. Also, your um, your saint is at the moment damaged, but I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll for Jace to come in. <laughs> oh no! This is the worst. I'm gonna take a third. Yeah. Yeah, at, you're just about broken down. Like, it's completely overpowered you. It's just nailing you with these giant, oversized fists. And suddenly, like, you just see it riddled with bullets. Riddled with bullets, and Jace's, Jace's Saint is standing over you. Oh, the worst possible thing to happen. Yeah. He's standing over you. Um, gain, I'm going to say right now, gain two points of structure as your Saint's autopilot has kicked in. Okay. While he has sort of saved your, saved your bacon. And also gain two points of id. Which can be used the same way as ego. You can spend those to increase the value of your roll and uh, salvage your, or save, uh, you can use it to increase the value of roll, but only in regards to attack or damage. Okay. Yeah. So Jace is now standing over you. I'm also going to ask you to roll a roll a spirit roll. If you <laughs> roll over it, if you roll anything but a one, so now you want a one. Right. You lose a point of ego and you risk going into a frenzy. Jeez. Oh. Geez. oh. I guess right. he's frenzying. I guess you're frenzying. I'm so frenzying. Does this mean I attack Jace? Because it's I probably what's going to happen. believe it means you attack Jace. All right. Which makes so much sense because earlier you guys were having a fight and now you are having... There's thematic cohesion here. Yeah. Yeah. This is really coming together nicely. <laughs> you slam him through a building. Yeah. Warhammer right to the chest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... I don't need your help. You're screaming, and you've just brought out the worst in your saint, which is going wild. Yeah. Well, you know, rhino parts. Just confirm exactly what happens. Okay. Yeah. So he, you're going to... I'm going to roll an attack. I'm going to ask you to roll an attack on Jace. Yeah. Using your close quarters. You're going for a... What did I say? You're going for a seven. Seven if his... Oh, well, that I get. Yeah, that you get, that you get with ease. <laughs> so that's an eight. Yeah, you smash him with your with your hammer. How many points of extra damage is that? Two. Yeah, you send him flying. His thing is actually his thing is also damaged now. His thing's also damaged 
because you put all, like, you, uh, and he is forced to fly back up. He's forced to, like, eject and fly back up into the arcs. Leaving you, leaving you as several, as your other two cohorts, as your other two pilot, uh, team members are battling, are battling locust archers off in the distance. You're currently alone mm-hmm. when another, when a locust soldier, which is just the standard, which is the standard rank of a locust, mm-hmm. spies you. Alright. At this moment, I'm gonna say you can, uh, you're back down to zero id. Well, you get one id now because you've recovered some, some more damage. So you're now, get one more, uh, point of structure heal. Alright. And now you're staring down a soldier. I'm gonna say you're currently in firearms range. Okay. So you can move up to close quarter. Yeah. Okay. So what we're doing. Alright. Cause I, I gotta prove myself now. You do have to prove yourself now. I'm not some baby who needs to get saved. So you're gonna roll me in athletics actions. So a tone plus plus athletics. Alright. The number that you want is a six. You got it? Yeah. You close in. You close That's in. That's a nine, so I, I do that with like a flying leap. Looks yep. really cool. Yep, you close in. Uh, what's your next action? You close in, and ju- you close in just in time for a laser beam to crash from the soldier, from crash into where you were standing. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna swing that mighty hammer. Okay. So that cool. I can take the thing's head right off. Cool, cool, cool. Roll me that, roll me that close quarters check. Again, you, the number you want to beat is a six. Done. Done. <laughs> Nine. That head is going off. That head, yeah. You knock the head clean off, clean off, just in time for one of your uh, one of your co-pilots to like land nearby, see that, and go, nice swinging. I came over here because I thought you might need help, but you got it all wrapped up. Yeah. Yeah, I do. You see what happened to Jace? He got hurt. They're not saying what happened, though. Yeah, I, uh, some monster knocked him into a building. Oh, no. Yep. So the it seems to be quiet. Thing you know, it seems like you knocked out a few a few of these locusts. You're not. It's everything is quiet for a moment. Do you want to open up your mind and allow the thing to recover another point of id? Yeah, sure. So you get another point of structure. I don't. I think you're. I think you're now at five structure. Cool. So you're just about healed all the way. When a shadow forms overhead, oh, touches down in front of you. It touches down between you and the other pilot, uh, Magnus. Have you seen Magnus before in combat? Me? No. Yeah. Oh, so this is a big moment. Oh yeah. Standing before you with uh standing before you is a creature much like your own saint, except it has enormous broken wings draped around its soldiers like a robe. There's you hear all around you twisted whispers and cries and screams. Uh you're currently at firearms distance with it, but you're still hearing these whispered voices of these whispered horrible voices like just kind of in the back of your mind, but the closer you seem to get, the louder they seem to go. Uh, its face is broken and distorted, its eyes glowing in red, immaculately sculpted tears running down the sides of its face. It stands before you. You just hear over your comms uh, the other co-pilot standing there going, oh, oh my god, I've never seen this before. What do we do? What do we do? And then from uh, the opposite direction, so I'm going to draw this out. There's the Magnus mm-hmm. in the middle. Yeah. You on one side. Sure. Co-pilot on the other. All right. Behind you, you hear cries of people as uh, that building that Jace was mysteriously knocked into <laughs> had begun to collapse. Oh, geez. And some of these uh, survivalists have begun to, like, are panicking and starting to scramble, and it looks like they may be crushed underneath a building. Oh, man. So what do you do? Do you face the Magnus head on, or do you or do you try to save the people? Much like the, much like the people that you were. Yeah. Once. Once. Oh. Oh, gotta save the people. That's why we're there. Okay. So you can make me, uh, why don't you make me an observe roll first? So that's an intellect. Yeah. Much larger dice pool. Yes. Almost as much as that miraculous gymnastics you did right in the beginning. Uh, alright, got a five. Great. You. So that's, uh, observe, that's seven total. Great. So there, you see that there are two ways that you can go. You can jump at the jump towards the building and try to catch it, mm-hmm. which is going to be more difficult, but it's going to look much cooler. Yeah, I'm liking that option. Or you can knock over a nearby, um, knock over another building nearby to essentially shove the shove of the call the falling wreckage earlier, which is going to be smarter and use more use more leverage and knowledge of engineering 
and be a little bit easier, but it might not let you look as tough. So the question is, do you want to, do you want to, uh, go for your ego? Or go for your hope, or do you want it, or do you, or do you want to accomplish the objective a little easier? I think, um, I think he's already proven how tough he is. Yep. By taking off that guy's head. Yep. So I think that is sated right now. Okay. Um, he wants to show that, uh, he's not a child and can do this the right way. Oh, I think you want to roll one more spirit roll because I think there was a hope that we tapped earlier that we didn't roll right. for spirit roll. Okay, so it doesn't. Yes, yeah, so you no. don't. You don't get that third point of ego. No. Um, okay, so you're going. So, you're so this is a t- kind of tied to the despair, I would think, actually, because this is the more adult. Yeah, yeah. Method. This is the yeah. No, you know, you're absolutely right. Because so. not only is he turning away from the fight, but he's trying to achieve this yep. in the most adult way possible. He's, he's, he's trying not to think like a child who wants mm-hmm. to be seen. Yeah, I like that a lot. Okay, so roll me an engineering roll, which is going to be intellect. Or core is that intellect or coordination? That's coordination. So it'll be coordination plus your plus engineering, and we'll say this is a three. This is much easier. All, All right. right so succeed. that's a seven. You succeed. With, <laughs> you succeed with ease. You push it over, and the people the people look up at you, and you see um, you see a pair of parents amidst the crowd holding a child, and the child just looks up at you and waves just a little <laughs> bit, and Wave for a brief back. moment you feel a kindred yeah. spirit. Yeah, you yeah, the giant totally robot waves back. back. That's a beautiful shot. That's going in the opening credits next time. <laughs> okay. So as that's happening, uh, your co-pilot is going to open, is going to attempt to clear some ground because they are holding a rifle. So they're going to attempt to clear some ground between them and this, uh, this Magnus. All right. Uh, I'm going to roll one more for coordination, or for tone. Yeah, they do not succeed, and the Magnus turn. You see, what you see, and you look back, and you see... From behind them, a third arm with an energy blade hand come and jam right into the shoulder of the saint. And you hear the screams of your, of your colleague over the comms. Do you want to, do you, um, so you're in, we said you're in firearms range. Do you want to close in and go for close combat? Yeah, I don't have any firearms, so yes. Okay. Okay, so roll me an athletic. Alright, so that's six. Uh, yeah, yeah, you make it, you close in. All right. You close in. Um, the screen, these voices are becoming overwhelming. They are becoming maddening. So currently you have setback on your attack action. Okay. Which means anything higher than your talent rating, you have to discard. All right. But you can still add, you can still add your ego points to it and you can add your id points to it. All right. Um, so what is your next action? You're in close combat with this Magnus and currently it's like facing you, but it's doing things behind it, so it's not paying a super whole lot of attention to you. Well, all right. Um, it's still got its sword in my co-pilot. Yeah. So I want to knock that arm right off. Okay. Okay. We'll say we'll roll. We roll for an attack, and we'll see if it takes that arm off. All right. So I have to discard this, right? Yeah. That's a six, and I only have a two. So that's a four. What's my difficulty for this? Uh, it is eight. Eight. Yeah, so it 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 withstands your attack like it doesn't even seem to budge, and you're like, oh yeah. God. Even if I put in, I'd have to put in all my ego and hit points for yeah. that to do anything. Yeah. So the best thing you can do is uh, grab a firearm and clear out because the voices are just overwhelming you, and they're just they're, they're your scree these screams that you're hearing are just overwhelming you. All right. Well, here's a question: instead of using a firearm. Are you gonna throw your? You're gonna throw yeah, your can I throw the hammer? Can yeah. I do a Thor action? I'm, I'm all right with that. You'll 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 lose your weapon, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you'll we'll say you'll jump back. Okay. You go in firearm range. You uh, roll me uh roll me a so firearm. So stagger attack. back from all this. Oh, yeah, wow. roll me a firearms attack. You'll uh, you'll give up your setback. So I don't have anything in firearms. So this okay. is just the coordination. Arm. Yep. Uh, which is a three. Uh, it's a uh, four because you have two matching dice. Oh, but yeah, right. four. Well, what's the difficulty here? It is eight. It's eight. So if you spend your id and ego, let's spend that. Let's do it. This is a great move. Yeah, I want to. Yeah. I want to run it all through. So you do full damage. Um, you do an additional one damage. So you do also one. the hammer has a damage boost yep. too. So that's how many? How many is that? <laughs> so that's three da- damage boost. Three damage. And so Meanwhile, that thing just goes. Yep. Uh, it does that. It smashes. It smashes off the arm of the uh, the third arm. 
and your co your your co pilot staggers back. And oh, points. I'm not aiming for the arm no more. Oh, well, if I'm if I'm distance, yeah, yeah. Like I'm hoping to just like embed it into his chest or something. Then that's exactly what happens. It staggers back. Either way, it staggers back, frees the arm of your co pilot. They Excellent. are opened up for another shot. Let's see how they do. Oh, they got it. Very good. Yep, they, they <laughs> rip into him. They unload upon him. Oh, jeez. They unload upon him. They get. Oh, sorry, Chuck. I hardly knew you. Oh no, this is a good thing. Oh, all right. Yeah, your guy is unloading. Is unloading. Oh, he's right fine. I, I thought. Oh no no yeah the other un- I thought the villain was in- unloading into Chuck. No, he's he's firing. Uh, but it's firing Chuck firing. Cannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does a lot. The uh, the Magnus the Magnus goes. Uh, it reels back. It reels back. You and your co-pilot. You and your co-pilot are looking. You don't have a weapon though. So what's no. your plan now? Um, my plan is to. Mimic the move I did earlier when I broke JC's nose. Oh, that's good. Yeah, okay. And uh, use the knee, his knee as a step. Yep. And then slam my robot knee right into his yep, face. Yep, that's perfect. And uh, if you do this, you can pull your hammer out of its chest and you'll have your hammer again. So roll me a close quarters check. All right. And we'll say you don't have setback yet, but you will on your next action because you're entering it. You're essentially, you're charging at it. Right. Oh, nice. So that's a nine. Yeah. Yeah, you get him. You, you knee him, you pull your sword out, it goes tumbling back. It goes tumbling back. Uh, make, uh, what's your next action? You're in close quarters with this thing, the voices, you again are consumed by the voices. Right, well, I don't want to waste any time. So, I got my hammer, a nice swing around, and then, pow! Alright. Right in the face, while right. it's down. Yeah, so roll, you do have setback, so anything higher than two. Okay, he's gonna... <laughs> so that's a a four. I don't know if that does anything. It does not. No. It brushes off. It. it you, you again, like you. You try to pull in, mm-hmm. and suddenly, yeah, you're consumed by the voices, and it's just, it's just now like hitting you that this is that. Maybe, maybe being, maybe being the one that's always rushing into into Ong Bak style knee strikes is. <laughs> That's, it's so tough, though. It's so it's tough. It's so tough, but sometimes there's more important things than looking tough. Oh, man, I am learning this lesson right now. Meanwhile, uh, your co-pilot opens fire. Co-pilot is, um, your co-pilot does, does not, uh, actually, uh, what's it called, uh, tries to take cover so it can reload, and it takes another point. It takes another point of structural damage as... As that laser hand from behind it shoots a laser and crushes it right in the chest, and they go tumbling into a building. Oh, jeez. But they, they do manage to reload their gun, so they'll be able to fire again ne- uh, after the thing. So what's your next move? All right. Using my head here. Uh, the one thing I will point out is uh, if you want to go for a firearm, Jace's gun was still left on the ground where his body, where his body was uh, beamed up. Just in case, just in case that's that's the option you want to go with. Otherwise, if you want to come up with something else, I'm all. I yours. got I got a pretty good idea. We'll see how okay. this works. Uh, I'm gonna grab a boulder, okay, toss it up in the air, and then baseball style use my hammer to knock it into. That's good. The uh, guy. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Make that. Make that. Make that roll. Will that have the damage boost translate? Uh, we'll say no. Okay. But you don't have setback on it because hey. you're at a distance. Because you're at a distance. <laughs> good enough. All right, so that that is a uh, that's a nine. Right in the head, its eye is now smat is now caved in, and it's just it's just a glowing sea of red that consumes about half of its face, as like the the statuesque face of it just slowly breaks and spreads out. Nice. You like that, do you? Can do this all day. Yeah, uh, you hear in a ghastly. You hear a chorus of voices say, "No, no, I don't like that." <laughs> As it as it as it stands up and pr- like gets ready to, to throw down with you, so what is your uh, next move? I'm gonna do it again, man. That was successful. Okay. Okay. Batter up. Yep. Go ahead and make your roll. All right, another nine. Okay. Uh, and then also your partner is going to open fire on it. You smash it, and now its head is just entirely consumed by red. It's just a hollow <laughs> cave. As yes, and your co uh, your co pilot your co pilot opens fire and wears it down, and it is just shy of shattered. If you wanna if you wanna make one final strike, 
It's looking like it's only going to take one more hit to take this thing down. If it's just one more hit, it should be something cool. Yeah, it should be. All right. This may be too much. I'm going to describe it, and then you can tell me if this is something that can happen. All right. Go I want to. I want to throw the hammer. Okay. But at its legs. Okay. So that it is knocked over, and then after I throw the hammer, I want to leap so that it knocks over, and then I land fist in the face on top of it. That's dope. Yeah, I'm going to say that. And again, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say no setback. All right. Because you're running into it. But uh, know that if if this doesn't if this does not work, it's yeah. going to wreck you. Yeah. Well, good. I yeah. think I think that's appropriate. Yep. All right. So that's and, a ten. Yeah, that's double sixes. So that is the best possible roll you can make, and I'm pretty. I'm gonna. I'm comfortable saying that. Is <laughs> uh, yeah. So it crumbles. It crumbles. There's a, a huge explosion, and suddenly there's nothing left of it but ash. Oh wow! You actually get a call on the comms. We said bring it in, not just not smash it up. Oh crap! Then you get a second call. That was pretty cool. <laughs> I hate to admit it, but that was pretty cool. It was wicked cool. Yeah. Against orders, but cool. Um, the the saint, your co-pilot, your 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 friend. Did we say Chuck was his name? Yeah, let's say yeah. Chuck. 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 Uh, his damaged saint staggers over to you and leans against uh leans against another building. Wow, we destroyed a Magnus today. This is a pretty good day. I can't believe you facing Magnus hand to hand. You're a pretty tough kid. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a good day. Didn't even have to use Jace's AK. So we pan, we uh, star wipe, because that's the first wipe that came to mind. So full star wipe. We're back in uh, the med bay. We're being treated. It's like you're getting a, a, a battery of psych tests and, <laughs> yeah, like, just making sure that your body responded okay to the um, to the medical thing, to, like, to, all, to interfacing with the saint. Mm-hmm. When even more battered up before, like covered head to like head to toe in like little tiny anime bandages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jace like walks up to you, walks up to you. He's got the full um, like the plastic nose guard thing that they right. put on you when your nose is recovering. Got his arm in a sling. Yeah, he's got his arm in a sling. What's up? How's it going? Uh, How'd you do? Fine. Uh, killed a Magnus or whatever. It's no big deal. Listen, we've been giving you a hard time, but I, I, uh, I don't know. I. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, what? I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go, nerd. And then, like, scuffles off, kicking dirt from this immaculately clean floor. Yeah, I don't just... know where that came from. I'm amazed that I've done nothing but pummel this kid, and he <laughs> apologizes to me. Well, you destroyed a Magnus, and that's yeah, a pretty big deal. It's pretty big. So, um, yeah. So we get a zoom in on your face and, a, like, a small smile as... As he walks off, freeze frame, credits roll. Um, what's what's the what's the lesson of this episode before we before we call it? What's <laughs> what's the secret? Oh man, this is just full of things you're not supposed to do. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's even better. Oh my god, I bet we cut to I bet we cut to rat, and he's like, "Hey kids, we had some fun today." <laughs> No, you know what we cut to is uh, detention. Oh, yep, that's what it is. And he's there. The whole credit sequence is just, just him, him in detention. In detention. Yep. And then at the end of the credit season, uh, end of the credits, we also have that effect where like the sun's going down yep, yep. over and the whole thing. Yeah, like three days. Yeah, yeah. And then the uh, and then the commander comes in and is like, "All right, that's your first day of detention <laughs> done." Yep. Just 43 more to go. Yep, and then yep, and then closing on the eyes, and that's game. That's game. Oh, that was so much fun. That was great. That was a lot of fun. I, I really, that. yeah, I really liked Tears of a Machine. That was a good game. Yeah, it's a great game. Yeah, it really balances like the mech parts with the non-mech parts well, and that's that's tough to do because I feel like Mech Warrior casts such a big shadow of like everything's got to be super detailed, right? That yeah, it, and oh, this is so more. The, it's more wet. Yeah, in that yeah. Way, and I, I really like that. I don't so play good. it enough, so I'm really glad that we got enough. Yeah, it was super good. It. Just super really uh, super good. Definitely pick it up. I'm gonna link to it in the show notes. Obviously, it's just great. Jared, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. No problem. Thank you for having me. Uh, any any time. Let me know if you want to come back anytime. Um, just just we'll just say yes. That sounds great. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> if great. you've got a hold of Phil, that sounds great. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap things up. He's good at that. He's very good at it. He's, we've had some experience. Take it, future me. Thanks, past me. And thanks to Jared for believing in me. I think I'm doing okay.
You should absolutely check out The Voice of Free Planet X. It's a wonderful sci-fi storytelling podcast, which captures the human side of high-concept ideas like time travel, demons, and sentient artificial intelligence. So head over to planetx.libsyn.com and give it a listen. From there, you can head over to Twitter and follow Jared at PlanetX. Well, and then, while you're on Twitter, you can follow Party of One at Party of One Pod. Then, if you're really feeling the love, you can head over to Facebook and like the show's page at facebook.com slash Podcast. Finally, if your heart is just bursting, you can leave us an iTunes review. Five-star iTunes reviews are really helpful in helping new people find the show. Party of One is produced by Jeff and Frank and Jeff Stormer. This episode edited by Jeff Stormer. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Mega Ran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. Until next time, party people. Thanks for listening, and remember, we will take the best parts of ourselves and make them all.